When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcasts and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. Hi, this is the boy Diva Recataldo, and you're in the room with Kathy Stroh and my man Brady. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. Just check us out live, VOCNation.com, and on your favorite podcast provider as well. I'm Brady Hicks. Happy to be back here behind the wheel, and it's going to be an exciting uh, hour or two just talking wrestling with you guys, taking your calls, all that jazz. Uh, Joining me, as always, the lovely Kathy Fitz. What's going on, Kathy? How's retired life treating you? Yeah, right. (laughs) <laughs> I'm still teaching driving school every single day, Brady. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I just want to I hear you. I, I, <laughs> I fully expect to die at my desk someday, so I understand the uh, the struggle <laughs> is real. 
Uh, <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's good to be back. And it's good to be here as well with former WCW star, actor, entertainer, extraordinaire, the maestro, Stro Maestro. How you doing, sir? Hey. Great to be with you, Brady. Welcome back, man. We missed you. Yeah, we, I missed you guys as well. It's been nuts. But thank you so much for holding up the fort. Uh, like you guys did, uh, and I, I, I do appreciate it. I really do, uh, because it has been, you know, one week is travel, uh, another week is like wedding stuff, which my God, my God, um, <laughs> I just have a little more than two months to go, and it's been insane. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it's all good. It's all good. We're excited. I'm excited to be here. Uh, 914-338-1885 is the number to call in. And and like I said, I really did miss you guys tonight, so I hope you're all going to call in and talk to me. I see we have a couple callers on the line already. Going to get to you guys real soon. I I see Malcolm there. I I see Steve. And I see uh, one or two other numbers I don't recognize. So they're they're coming out. The, uh, The freaks are coming out tonight for sure. Uh, 914-338-1885. And uh, we're coming off the heels of uh, Money in the Bank, right? So pretty good show, I thought, all around. Uh, I like the investment in two newer, younger stars. That's definitely a good mm-hmm. thing. I, I Yeah, I, 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 I felt like it was a decent show. What, what, what do you think, Kathy? Yeah. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I I think it's Joe, uh, um, the one they put um, Liv Morgan, and then they show the young mm-hmm. picture and the new picture. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, you could say she definitely developed. You know, she she's gotten yeah. to be a much better wrestler. Uh, so. uh, oh, I, you yeah. know what I meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that too. Uh, Stro, what do you think of the show? <laughs> you know, I I really thought it was a great show. I mean, we have a new U.S. champion, Bobby Lashley. Uh, Liv Morgan uh, shocked the world, and now she's SmackDown Women's Champion. A long time coming. She has worked so hard to get to that moment. Yeah. You know, so hats off to yeah. Liv, man. I I think it's fantastic. And 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 props to Ronda Rousey for what she uh, the, the classy act she did at the end. I, I thought that was like icing on the cake, you know, and then, um, you know, Austin Theory, well, Theory now being the new Money in the Bank winner, uh, you know, it, to some people's chagrin, if you will, but, I mean, I, I think it was for the best, and, I, you know, I mean, he's got a bright future ahead, so, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm like you guys, a step in the right direction, I was really pleasantly surprised how well the pay the was. Yeah, and and my only complaint, and it's not something that they had to do, and, and again, it, it's just me nitpicking, uh, but I hate it when a star reaches a certain level, like Bobby Lashley. He wins the world title and did a really had a really good run with it and everything. For him to be the United States champion, to me, is a huge step back. I, I hate it when they do that. Um, it's not something that they used to do in the 80s and 90s as much, but it's definitely something that they do today. Um, it, it just it, it just irks me, you know. Um, I don't think when you reach that world title level, you should go back to the secondary title. 
But by the same token, right. I understand that it's a much different product than it used to be, and and it achieved the long-term goal of get, getting that title off of um, – With the um, current circumstances yeah, yeah. being that we have unified tag team and heavyweight champions, I, I don't think you had much choice but to go that route. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. You're right. That kind of yeah. is like the big belt for Raw at this point, so, mm-hmm. you know. But for my money, I would have rather seen Lashley challenge Roman Reigns at the pay-per-view. That, but that's just oh, me. Again, yeah. I'm being nitpicky. Too, I'm being man. nitpicky. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was good. Um, and um, uh, what's his name? The, 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 the selfie guy that won the money in the bank, the, the guy from Gargano's oh, uh, group. Um, theory. Theory. Yeah, I, I like Austin Theory. I do. Um, I think, you know, they did a good job of lifting him up to that le- to that next level despite the loss. And that's something that WWE, I think, has always kind of done really well, you know. Uh, they have Bret mm-hmm. Hart lose the, lose the IC belt at SummerSlam to the Bulldog at Wembley, and then the next month he's beating Ric Flair for the world title. Like, they, yeah. they, they, they do a good job of, like, you know, you lose one, you gain one. It's, it's never two steps back. It's always one step back and two steps forward when they've got their eye right. on making a star. You know, I, So I admire mm-hmm. that. I do. Uh, I thought it was really good. Uh, another investment in the future, before we open up the phone lines, um, another investment in the future that I noticed that I found really interesting, uh, there's a lot of talk, again, about Montez Ford is going to be a singles guy. He's going to be a singles. They're going to do the tag titles again at SummerSlam. And then after that, it's looking like Montez is going to be making the jump. And I, and I couldn't be happier, honestly. I, I, I feel bad for his partner. But, man, that guy has a rocket on his back. He is, he's, going to be, he's going to be a big deal. Yeah, this, this has been a long time coming. I mean, because he's, like you said, he's just loaded full of talent. Yeah. Yeah. So I so so I'm excited about that. Uh, star of the night. Um you know, I I I, I got to go with the sentimental. I go with Liv Morgan, you know. I think uh they've done such a great job of building her up as that underdog. That like even mm-hmm. the fans that were critical of her ability, nobody's criticizing her for it. Mm-mm. So I, I I'm yeah, like I said, I'm very happy with uh, I'm I'm definitely very it, it, happy. She's so over right now. My God. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. She's uh. She's she's kind of uh. She's kind of taking over that Alexa role, Kathy. I hate to say, it. not for me personally. I just mean in terms of like <laughs> the way she's positioned. That's oh yeah, definitely. that's the spot right there. That that's the sweet spot, as they say. So, and, and there's been other stories in, in wrestling. Uh, Ric Flair has his last match coming up. I, I saw that card is up to like seven matches now, and now it's now a Flair singles match. Um, <laughs> we can talk about that tonight. Uh, Kenny Omega making fun of Jim Cornette. I, I thought that was funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> For my money, you're still better off listening to a Cornette recap than watching an actual pay-per-view. Uh, he just nails it, you know? <laughs> hmm Jim Cornette is great. He really is. Yeah. So 914-338-1885. Uh, let's go to the phones, and we're going to go to Steve first. Malcolm, you're up next, so please hang tight, buddy, because I've missed talking to you. Uh, but 
I I I, I got to get Steve in before he goes to work. What's got What's going on, Steve? Uh, How you doing, before, brother? Uh, before I get to any wrestling, uh, did you see the main event or the entrance, the walkout that Izzy Adesanya had on UFC 276 this past weekend? I didn't see it, but I heard about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I I, I got a promo. Um, Izzy Adesanya, if you hear this, if Alex Pereira doesn't make you rest in peace, Put my name in your death note because I want the fog. I can dress up as Undertaker better than you could. Send me a <laughs> ticket to New Zealand right now. JK, he's gonna, he would kick my ass despite the weight gap, but uh, I want his I want his I want his nail salon. <laughs> he's got he's got he's got pretty nails. He's only one fifty one eighty five, but. Um, everybody said he had a boring fight, but I was glad that he did did good. And uh, I thought the entrance was great. I loved seeing it live. I was I was I was working watching the UFC on my phone and like oh cool. I was uh, okay. I was my, it was so cool watching it. Like I I had no idea he was, was um, the entrance and Nick Mans were getting there and uh, Tony Khan and uh, I was going to say was the WWE was contingent? Cool. Could you really see them there? Like, were they really visible on screen? But they showed them at one point. They showed uh, Vince, Stephanie, and Triple H, Pat McAfee. But that was before the entrance even started, I think. Um, yeah. And, then and apparently Nick showed, Khan uh, was there, too. Yeah. Yeah, with uh, Tony, Tony Khan, Khan and Jim Nick, I saw. Yeah, I saw Tony oh. and Jim. Like, yeah. yeah. Did, did, did they show them on TV, too? Tony Khan and Jim Ross? Yeah, well, they Were showed they them because I saw the. They, yeah, they did show them on camera because I I shared. Yeah. I saw the post being shared around. Uh, they're saying all they're showing the wrestling people. Yeah. Now I found it interesting. So I and and I'm not a UFC guy, so like you'll have to excuse my my ignorance. That, but the guy who dressed up like the Undertaker, what was his name? Yeah, Israel Asanya. Sometimes he goes by Izzy. Okay, so Izzy, he did an interview after this fight or around somewhere around this fight. I guess it was after because they were talking about The Undertaker and the WWE tie-in. Apparently, he's a huge WWE fan, and he's made it clear to the McMahons that when his UFC career is over, he wants to make that jump and be the next Ken Shamrock, you know? And I, I, I found that really cool. Yeah, I wonder if... Um... Maybe when he loses the middleweight title, or if he like uh, has some struggle, he'll, he'll do it. I don't know how long his contract lasts, but um, yeah, yeah, I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him in there. Maybe, he, maybe if he bulks up a little bit to like two hundred five. I don't know how, how. Yeah, he's real small, right? He is, like, he's like he's like one eighty five, so he, he might have to gain some weight, but. Um, He's definitely athletic, so he would sit in there. And he's got he's got the personality. He has a uh, funny interests anyways, even when he's not doing Undertaker things. I mean, if he's one eighty five, then he's in that you know Adam Cole Daniel Bryan territory. I would think you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I, I don't um, know if that's what WWE's looking for, but I would imagine being that kind of a star that they would take him in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, and. Uh, 
I was joking around with some friends after, and I was like, I want him versus Logan Paul at Mania. I want. I don't care about this Miz match. I want uh, Izzy Adesanya beating up Logan Paul in like a celebrity sure, like, sure. wrestling match. I would love it. Yeah. I would love it. I, I want to see Tyson Fury take on Logan Paul first. That's the first one that I want in a boxing I think, match. I think I think Tyson Fury will be at the uh, Clash of the Castle, but I'm not sure about that. That's probably that, that makes sense. Yeah. I think the comparison get, um, of uh, yeah. Logan Paul and um, the comparisons of Logan Paul and Miz are just uncanny, you know, because Miz, if you think about it, that's how he got started. Uh, exactly. Through uh, yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, yeah, and they got and they got to finish that program with them. You know, I I got a real mm-hmm. feeling, and maybe I'm nuts here, um, but they've been kind of teasing it for a little while, or at least he has. I got a feeling that uh, Conor McGregor is going to show up at this uh, at this uh, whale show as well. Imagine that. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Yeah, he he doesn't have any um fight schedule, I think. Jorge Masvidal was calling him out, but there's nothing like stuff for him yet, so I, mean, yeah. I can't say no to that. And and, it, and once you see them start crossing over and going to each other's shows, and you do see it, when they're acknowledging it, you know that they're willing to work together. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bellator like, is like, like, similar. Like, they they yeah, had a current sure. contracted fighter go to uh, WWE recently, the woman's fighter, I don't know her name, but yeah, yeah. And, and and if you remember, like they did years ago, they did like the thing with Brock, you know, where the Undertaker was at ringside and they did the whole, the stare down where they got in each other's face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. That was when I was first starting my podcast. I was probably only like a year in at that point and we were, I remember talking about that. It was nuts. But uh Yeah. I'll take it. I go, good things all around. Good things all around. Um, I, I, I think, yeah, I, I think it'll be good. And um, the only thing I don't get, and I, and I still, I, Kathy, for the life of me, I still don't understand why Vince likes Pat McAfee so much. Like, I don't want to watch yeah. a TV that he's on. I don't understand how anyone will want to sit next to him for two hours. <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like I'm in a minority. Like my friend and other people will keep praising him. I'm like, yeah, that that joke is funny, but I don't need the obnoxious talking loud all the time. Uh, Mauro Ronaldo would talk loud, but at least he made it feel like a like a big fight. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I just. Yeah. I, I I just don't care for. Him. And I've been told I'm nuts for that. I've been told I'm nuts for that. By the way, uh, you guys will find this interesting. <laughs> He's gotten more tolerable, I'll say that. More tolerable. Yeah. So we went to um, – we had the ECWA show, uh, I guess it was two weeks ago. Um, and that's how long – I mean, I haven't been on here in almost a month, you know. But, like, so Shane Douglas was on the show. Great guy. Stro, he said hi, by the way. Kathy said hi. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, so <laughs> – we went to Buffalo Wild Wings after. I mean, you know, just a bunch of the, the the wrestlers and stuff, and um, we're sitting there, just hanging out, and the topic of the Montreal screw job came up. Thank you. 
And you, you can imagine what I had to say about it, you know. <laughs> but I found it really interesting. People were arguing with me, Steve. They were telling me why I was wrong um, for saying that it's a work. To me, it's a, it's a great work. It, it's probably the best work that's ever been orchestrated in the history of wrestling. But a work nonetheless, in my opinion. Uh, Shane Douglas would not weigh in on it. He wouldn't. They asked him what he thought. He just kind of chuckled and shrugged. He he would not say a word about it. So, I uh, it only confirmed for me even more that there is a grand conspiracy where half the wrestlers that are out there know that it was a work, and they just want to keep it going because it's the last vestige of kayfabe available today. Um, speaking of I'm convinced. Did you um? Did you ever meet Dave Hebner or Tim White? Because I know Earl Hebner was involved in Montreal, and I actually saw Brett talk to uh, Earl and Dave at a local show like years ago. Yeah, yeah. No, I I've never met Dave, and I've never met Tim. I I, I mean, I I've met Earl a couple of times, but I've never met either okay. of those two. Um, but who was it? I, yeah, Kathy. I was, Kathy knew them both pretty well. Yeah, I'm sure Tim I, I had stories about Andre. You know, you know who did? Yeah, I'm sure Tim White would have been an amazing interview, but he worked with the company until the end. I, um, right. AJ Pan was just talking about it, actually, because, like, yeah, you know, the the, the super agent. We, we used to have him on the show all the time. Um, now he does karaoke on Tuesdays, so it's not so easy. But uh, he, because um, I guess his work, they were running signings, you know, like collectible signings and stuff. So the WWE wrestlers would come in all the time. And Tim White was the guy that was orchestrating that. And AJ had to deal yeah. with him directly, you know. So they got really friendly. So. I mean, I'm sure it was Did a tremendous own... loss. Oh, yeah. I think, I think that's a... That's do, you remember, a... do you remember... Yeah. Do you remember Tim White? He used to do that, like, during the Attitude Era, they were trying to do, like, the suicide thing, where, like, or I guess it was the early 2000s, where he was always trying to commit suicide. Yeah, yeah I think it may have been, like, mid-2000s I heard about it. I, yeah, I, I think it was, like, yeah. Like, maybe, like, like 2002, 2003. It was after he got hurt in the Hell in a Cell and he stopped refereeing. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, yeah, no, that that was sad. That that was sad. Yeah, when, when they did that big, when they did that big fight at uh, his bar, mm-hmm. he told the guys. Oh, guys that's right. It was there. always the APA. Were, they yeah. were always trashing his bar. He's like, yeah. do me a favor, and, take out the TVs. I need new <laughs> flat screens. <laughs> and WWE mm-hmm. paid to fix everything, right after these brawls. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's so, um, I know we're Tim talking about Money in the Bank, interview. but he would have been. Um, yeah. I know we were talking about Money in the Bank, but you haven't been on for a couple of weeks. So, what did you think about AEW's Forbidden Door? Uh, you know, I, I, I thought it was really good. Um, I, I think, for me, the only disappointments were related to like injuries and guys that couldn't be on the show. Uh, because right. I thought it kind of watered it down a little bit, you know. Well, I mean, obviously, like, 
like Daniel Bryan, like he that was like one of the main reasons that he left WWE was because he wanted to do these kind of shows, you know, and and to not right. be able to it was a shame. CM Punk with the title. Um, I, I, I like I said, I thought it was a really good show. Um, I'm, I'm trying to remember specific matches. Obviously, John Moxley really stood out. Um, yeah. The tag match was really good. I, I, yeah, I, a lot of it is running together like, for me, and I apologize. Um, obviously, like the, seeing, uh, the, the, the the AAA guys didn't. Oh yeah, Lucha Lucha Brothers didn't show. I couldn't work in Andrade, but um, right, right. I like yeah. seeing uh, Claudio in there with Zack Sabre Jr. I, I figured it was gonna be Claudio, and then um, yeah, that was cool. That was Orange, really cool. Orange Orange Cassidy Wasprey had a good match. I thought, I knew it was gonna be a good match, but I was really happy to see Shibata show up after, and then him and Orange Cassidy had a moment. But um, yeah, it was. Overall, good, even though I was seeing all the changes happening. It was overall a good show. I hope they do another one in, maybe in Japan, but, like, I hope they I hope they, I hope they invite Naito because, like, there was some heat that I read where Naito was, like, not happy about not being invited. I hope that's just an angle, but how do you not have Naito with Orange Cassidy? Like, that would have been a perfect matchup. Yeah, I, I'm sure it was an angle. They'll probably do it next time, but I don't know that for mm-hmm. sure. Um, yeah, and then Sting. Yeah, had that cool I, 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 he was sorry. like he was like Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what what do you think about um, Jeff Hardy? Because we have I haven't been, I, that's how long I haven't been on. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, I got to see him at a local show before. He got into trouble recently. Um, yeah, it's uh, he's pretty cool in person. It's a uh, the same that he's. Oh, he's, he's great in person. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, um, I, 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 no, I saw somebody online was like kind of trashing him, and, and you know, basically the the gist of their argument is he made fun of WWE because they wanted to give him help, and he's like, no, I don't want help, and he left, and then he ended up needing help, and it's like. That's not like how addiction works, you know. You don't, you don't just say like, you know, I don't need help now and I'm never gonna need it. It's a matter of like, he might have been okay when he left WWE, you know. He might have gotten right. burned out or whatever. Uh, he probably got hurt uh, diving through that table or any other one of the insane bumps that he did, and he probably had a little bit too much to drink and the demon kicked in and it it happens. It's sad. It's like. That's why, like, no matter how many times you go to get help, um, it's not always a definite that that's going to be the end of it. You know, it's kind of a lifelong mm-hmm. battle. He's a sad I, thing. I mean, he was on his a, way to get checked out when it happened. Yeah. That's a sad thing. Right. <laughs> I, I, I just it wish that. Uh, it is, yeah. If, if he was going to have issues, I just wish he had, like, a, a riding partner, like a manager to, to drive the car, that's all. If he was going to yeah. have issues like that. Yeah. A handler of uh, some, what? Yeah, handler, yeah. yeah. Sure. And I saw some people, hand. like, yeah. Like, he did some appearance at Dave & Buster's the night before, and people were saying, like, oh, like, you know, he left Dave & Buster's, all he was drinking was iced tea. And, like, they said he got arrested at 1.00. 
But what they didn't say is he got arrested at 1 o'clock in the afternoon or whatever time it was. You know what I mean? That might not be the right timeline, but basically he got arrested in the morning, not after leaving Dave & Buster's. So, it's a shame, but I I, I hope he gets help. And I'm not going to criticize him for turning down help in WWE because for all I know, he didn't need it when he left WWE, you know? Uh, these things have a, and here's the other thing. Here's the amazing thing. Um, say what you will about Vince and about WWE, but this kind of thing tends not to happen to stars under their watch. Like the second they have an issue, they get pulled before anything like this happens, you know. And I know, like, there's been like the Usos or like you know whoever gets you get a DUI or like whatever, but. Um, they're not indicative of bigger problems like Jeff Hardy seems to have. It's more just like, oh, you went out and had too much to drink and you're an idiot. And I do think there's a difference there. I don't know. I'm off my soapbox now. <laughs> yeah. Anything else, Steve? It was it was an important news story. Um, I, I feel like uh, the other news story, I don't feel like this investigation really changed anything. Vince is still in charge of creative. The, there, I know there was, that was a big news story, but it feels like nothing's changed, and he's just more on TV now since the yeah all that all that uh, NBA news. You get oh, it the NBA, yeah. I, <laughs> I was going to ask if Vince McMahon made it out of Las Vegas without having another affair. I'm assuming he did. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I don't know. But apparently, like, apparently, like, he and Linda weren't together anymore anyway. Or, I I mean, that's, I don't know if that was just damage control put out there. You know, do they have a marriage like the Clintons where it's, like, just, like, a a superficial thing for political reasons? I would think if it was politically motivated, then Linda would have divorced him probably 20 years ago because it's much better for her career if she did. Well, um, sorry if I'm changing the subject, but uh, I'm, I'm looking at the. That's alright. No, tell me, brother. It's alright. No, it's um. Like the Undertaker here. Uh, What's going on? <laughs> I, I had a question about ECWA. Um, yeah. Okay. I assume you, I assume you guys didn't have a uh, Super Eight last year, or maybe I'm wrong about that. Uh, no, we did. We did. we did. Okay. Is there yeah, going to be one? Last year was, was, um, there, was there one? Last year was, was the Killian McMurphy one. one. This year, okay. uh, yes, we had one. Yeah, it was. Um, it was um, Darius Carter. That was the one where uh, Erica Lee made it to the finals again in the men's oh, okay. By the way, well, I don't know if you guys saw, but Killian, McM- Killian McMurphy was announced for the women's one in August, and I think it's fantastic. He's breaking. He's breaking gender barriers. I. I <laughs> he said he's going to do exactly what Erica Lee did. Oh wow! And I'll tell you what, that guy, that guy, if uh, if he puts his mind to it, he can beat any woman in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the grunt. That was the groan I got on commentary too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Steve. Go ahead. No, I mean, 
So I was just really uh, excited for Forbidden Door and just wanted to catch up on uh, UFC a little bit recently. And then uh, I saw Money in the Bank. Um, I think Liv is a fine choice, but I was kind of hoping my favorite would be Asuka in that match. She's already had so much accomplishments already, but uh, I know they they do have to make new stars, but I wish they had just put Riddle with the briefcase instead of Theory. I know maybe that that sounds crazy to me, but it seems like I feel like they need to give Theory more time to develop. Like, he's just he doesn't do anything for me. And, um, he's, he's got a fine look, and he's probably got a lot of potential. But I think Riddle is the guy that you should you should go with with Randy Orton being gone with and, the back surgery. And I Orton thought about was that. The most I, I, did, the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did go think ahead. I did give thought to that. I really did. Um, you know, as far as like as far as like Austin Theory, I I think. Well, first of all, you don't have to have him cash it in right away. Just him having it elevates him. You know, they can they can tease it for a while. I mean, he can hold it even through WrestleMania next year, and he's just going to get bigger and bigger for it. Um, I, 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 I like it. I do. Um, I forget where I was going with that. But, yeah, no, basically I, I'm, I'm happy with it I, because it shows an investment in, like, kind of long-term thinking with him. I, I just hope they um. don't. I, I guess my biggest fear is that all the things that we're saying about theory right now, they were saying about Baron Corbin a couple of years ago, and then he just mm-hmm. got destroyed by John Cena at SummerSlam, and and he lost his money in the bank, and he was just never the same after that. Yeah, but I, I'm not saying they're going to do all that again, so. I think, um, what was I going to say? Uh, Bobby Lashley. If they're smart, I would, if they're smart, they'll have Theory beat Cena at SummerSlam. I don't know if they're smart, but if they were, they would. I think, I'm surprised that he lost, that Theory lost the title because I thought John Cena and Theory were going to have a match at SummerSlam, but maybe I'm wrong about that. Well, that's what I'm thinking. It'll be Theory and Cena at SummerSlam, and I'm worried it'll be for the briefcase. Um, that's interesting. But um, if Lashley wasn't U.S. champion, I'd have Lashley versus Roman Reigns. I don't know if they faced uh, at all during his title reign. Um, only at like that Survivor Series where they were both the champions, okay. and that was like a mishmash at the end, you know. Mm. So, I'd like it. I, I, yeah, I'd be on board with it. So. Anyways, I, like, um, I like Sammy Zayn and I like Riddle in that matchup, but uh, I, I mean, I, listen, I like Riddle too. too. I, yeah, I. The only thing I'll say is I don't know that Riddle needed it, and I think Fury really could benefit from it. Mm-hmm. And and that's the sucky part about having one champion. But by the same token, you know, it's the way it was for 50 years, and it worked fine. So it just means that the people that have titles are more important now. 
So yeah, I, I could see Riddle winning the world title in the next year. At least if Roman Reigns didn't have it, I could. Right. I I ultimately see him feuding with Randy Orton. I'd imagine at some point. Yeah, I know Randy's got back issues, so I gotta hopefully he'll, he'll probably he'll be, be out to the Rumble. I, I'm thinking Possibly. the Rumble. Him and Cody will be the big returns at the Rumble. Mm-hmm. And if they're smart, well, first of all, it depends. I'm sure on what The Rock is doing, but if they're smart. They'll have Cody win the Rumble and challenge Roman, which, Stro, that's what we were saying a month and a half ago. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. To me, that's your long-term investment right there. It's also, I find it nuts that the AEW fans would boo Cody, but the WWE fans have taken to him like, uh, like flies on, you know what, Night and day, man. Night and day. <laughs> but he's doing the exact same thing. I guess he's not he's shoving down people's throats anymore, but, you know. And he's coming in with a heck of a story, too. Yeah. For sure. For sure. And And the legend that he built after that injury made him even bigger. Because now right. he's Triple H wrestling on a broken quad or, or or Stone Cold with a broken neck. Uh, you know, he's he, he, he toughed it out. And I really think AEW has the same chance with Claudio. And, and I hope to God they don't drop the ball on him because they have a goal. I mean, oh, he's, that'd be amazing. He's a, he's a gold mine waiting to showcase. Now, I oh, haven't yeah, caught up on AEW. Is he in Regal's gang yet, Claudio? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he would be. Okay. Yeah, I think Brian endorsed him when he was teasing uh, a surprise entrant. And then, um, yeah, I figured Claudio would be a good fit. And him and Eddie Kingston, now, him and Eddie Kingston I think, are going to have a matchup at some point. Now, now, here's a reference, Steve, that I think of everybody listening, you're probably going to be the only person to get. Uh, do you think with Claudio and AEW, we're going to get a return of Lowe's Ice Creams? I assume that's Shakara. I'm sure I've heard that. Uh, who, is, who is the other, who is his other partner? Uh, who was it? It, it might have been, been Orange Cassidy. I'm trying to remember. They both had masks. So are you familiar with this or Kathy? They, 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 yes. they basically had like a colorful mask and they would wear like an ice cream cone. One had one on his chin yeah. and one had one on his forehead and they were both ice cream. Yeah. It was Claudio. <laughs> I think Orange Cassidy was the other one before he became the fire ant, but it yeah. might not have been. It might have been somebody else. Mm-hmm. To me, that was every bit as good as Carrie Man. Oh, I love Carrie Yeah. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see who it was. You know, speaking of AEW, um, Mm -hmm. I think Christian Cage right now is doing some of his best promo work in years. I mean, he's on fire right now. The best. I mean, I I, the turn. I think turns like been like the best thing for him in a long time. Yeah. Sorry, just Core members, El Hio <laughs> and 
El Hio and Junior. Yeah. Braves, El Hio. <laughs> um, I forgot how good that was. And they did team up with yeah. Perryman, and they also teamed up with Glacier, for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. So. I think Christian yeah. is better as a, as a heel or villain right now. And I think Luchasaurus, I've been wanting to see him go on a on a evil cane run. So this is, like, exactly what I wanted with Luchasaurus. I wanted him with fire and brimstone and just, just choke slamming people. Agreed. Agreed. And nothing against him, but I hope Marco Stunt stays away. <laughs> Yeah, he he would get thrown like Spike Dudley if he showed up. You know what? Yeah, I guess that wouldn't be the end of the world. <laughs> I I totally agree. And when he gets big enough, when he gets to be an angry enough dinosaur, you know Vince will sign him. <laughs> and then he'll be just another big guy. He he was just another big guy in uh, NXT. He was I know. Dublin, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he used to have those matches with um uh oh what the hell is his name? The T Bar. Um He had the long name in NXT. Donovan Dijakovic. <laughs> Dijakovic, that's it, yeah. 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 yeah By the way, speaking of NXT what No, I gotta ask about uh the uh, the male modeling service. Have you guys seen this? This was uh, really. a little too long. It. A little too long. Yeah, it's uh, Max Dupree, who's uh, Eli Drake, and he's got Mace, who's now like a seven foot tall model named Marseille, and okay. then uh, oh the other one. The other one was Mons- Mansoor, and and his name is Monsway. Oh, God. And they're the newest tag team on SmackDown. With Eli Drake as their <laughs> mouthpiece. It's amazing. If you, if you get, like I said, the promo, the introduction promo went way too long. They did a full runway thing where they walked down modeling. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. But I see potential. I see money there. I do. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> You're not getting that on AEW. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> not yet. All right, buddy. <laughs> Take care. It'll get there. Don't worry. <laughs> Take care, Steve. Night. Well, that wasn't very enthusiastic. Night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's... um. Let's take a commercial break. Malcolm, I know you've been holding a long time, brother, but we're going to build this up right. On the other side of the commercial break, uh, Stro, did Malcolm call in while I was gone? I, I haven't even listened to the shows. Yes. Is this only a big yeah, return for me? He did. Okay, well, for me, it's a huge deal. We'll have Malcolm on the other side, and I can't wait to talk to him. Uh, 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. We'll be right back, and we're going to have with us the incomparable Malcolm Wildman. Be right back. Hey, this is Total Package Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Hey, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast, and I want to tell you guys all about it. Pro Wrestling Interviews, it features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. 
Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet, as well as Dr. John, as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it'll take you to their Facebook page where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of Pro Wrestling Interviews. That's Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, ProWrestlingInterviews.com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9, listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010... VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Frisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hitt, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Paul Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think... Uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Uh, Bruno was an early champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. Here's Bill Asher, and once again, we're speaking here with... Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a loss. Did have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is that the rules, as I always understood them, was that the title could only be lost by 10 or 
or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That's nice. Uh, it was to sign up. It's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com/vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. All right, enough of that. Uh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, in the room, VOCNation.com, your favorite podcast provider as well. Uh, don't forget to search for us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify, all that great stuff. Uh, Brady Hicks here. With me, I have Kathy Fitz. I have Stro Maestro. The number to call in tonight, 914-338-1885. That's 1-885-914-338-1885. That's how you get in touch with us here tonight. Before we dive back in, Stro, what do you got going on this week, man? Well, this uh, Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, WCW Retro Returns to VFNation.com. And we'll be discussing the career of the late Hall of Famer, Macho Man Randy Savage. So if you've got any cool Macho Man stories, uh, please call in. It should be a good time. And Friday night, uh, the Stro Zone, Lauer's Sci-Fi Show on Facebook.com slash Maestro at midnight Eastern Standard Time. Um, our, our feature for, for this this Friday uh, will be Beast of Haunted Cave. So please tune in for that. And then Saturday... Beast of the Haunted Cave? Beast of Haunted Cave, yeah. Uh, I did definitely date one of those in college. That's what she is. The the Haunted Cave. Yeah. Was it LaSalle? Yep. Oh, my God. This is Saturday. Um, I'll be at a UPWA (laughs) Pro Wrestling event at the YMCA um, Ogden building in Wilmington, North Carolina. I'll be there inducting uh, my late wrestling brother, uh, Moses Manson to their UPWA Hall of Fame. So uh, if you're in the women's in North Carolina, oh, cool. we'll come out Saturday. So for more information, yeah. go to the UPWA.com. THCUPWA.com. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. That, 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 that That's a great honor. That's really neat. Yeah. Yeah, you would like him. He, he was a cool guy. I, I've heard about him, believe it or not. I don't know a lot about him, but I have heard the name. Yep. Um, uh, he was up your way quite a few times. Okay, cool. On shows. Oh, cool. Kathy, you have any plugs? No. Not yet. Pass you on the road tomorrow, Medford, New Jersey. 
<laughs> really. Um, actually, uh, Legends <laughs> of Hamburg is coming is coming uh, July twenty third. Okay. And Booker and Charmel are both coming in. Um, Rock and Roll Express. Uh, I think the SATs. Um, Deborah McMichael. Uh, who else? Dr. David Schultz. And the big autograph session. Josh Silver, John Silver and Alex Reynolds from AEW's yes. Dark Order. That's actually I all I see SAT. on this ad. But. And the SATs, I think, <laughs> okay. are coming in. Okay. Okay, cool. I did cool. get Cool, are you going to be uh, there? Snitsky yeah. will be there. Who? Snitsky. Yes. Oh, Gene's always there. Yeah, we've we've had him on the show. Uh, oh, yeah, well, I guess he's out that way. I didn't even think about that, yeah. Yeah. That was one of the funniest, Kathy, when you gave me his number. We were going to do the interview with him, and uh-huh. when I got his voicemail, and he's like, you've reached Gene Snitsky. Leave a message at the beep. And if I don't get it, it's not my fault. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> when Charmel comes in, I'm gonna sit down and see if we can set up something for her to do an interview with her. Awesome. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. We haven't had an interview in a while. I gotta get back on. We all do. But uh yeah, no, that'd be cool. I, I would love to uh there's a lot I could ask her for sure. So we'd be good with that. You know, that'd be behavior. awesome. Honestly, anybody from that show would be great. Okay. See what we can do. I'm looking for a website, but they don't really have anything. It's just social media. Yeah. Their Facebook. And I know Colby, uh, Colby's going to be there. Oh, nice. Okay. Tugboat. Here we go. Greg Valentine. Tugboat, The Acclaimed yeah. are going to be there. Demolition, yeah. Ken Anderson, to Mr. Anderson. Dexter Loomis, that's cool. The Rock and Roll Express, Tatanka, Sergeant Slaughter, Booker and Charmel. Coco Beware. Who is that, Ken Shamrock? Wow, this is pretty big. Yeah, I'll see what Danny Davis. Oh, Paul Roma. Sorry. Yeah. But in uh, that's cool. Icons. Waffle Mania. August, yeah. And um, Shamrock will be there. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. We'll have to tell him that uh, Dan Severn was the best MMA wrestler that we've ever had on the show. And it probably can't get any better. Yeah. See if he comes on. <laughs> I won't dare say that to him. <laughs> He'll be snapping your ankle. Nah. By the way, I forgot <laughs> to mention ECWA. Uh, Gary Wolf was there too. It wasn't just Shane Douglas. I I always overlooked Gary that. Wolf, but he was there. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty. Cool. I was up. I haven't seen him in probably was- fifteen years. Yeah, I was up in New York. I mean, I, I did get to see Low Key. <clears throat> okay. You haven't seen Brandon in ages. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I want to say the last time I saw Loki was like 2010 or 11. Yeah. It was a while. But it was it was funny because we're walking in and Brian Excel's outside and he just looks at me and goes, Mom? I went, hey, kid. And we go in and Red runs it because it's, it's the House of Glory. <clears throat> so he was in the back, so he goes back and gets them. And I haven't seen Red in maybe 15 years. Yeah. So yeah. he comes out and he's hugging me and everything. And you know, I'm like, my God, this place is amazing. And he's like, thanks, Mom. And, you know, and then I went over to Key and he's just standing there. And all of a sudden he looks up and he goes, oh, <laughs> my God. And I went, how you doing, Key? Yeah. That's funny. Right I'm now just in the uh, racetrack. <laughs> oh jeez. I'm looking yeah. on the flyer and like there's a there's a captain's corner that brings in a lot of these stars. Does Captain Dave know about this? <laughs> I don't know. Or is it Captain Dave? <laughs> Doc Ellis will be there. That's exciting. Anyway, I don't want to keep them waiting any longer. I, I actually forgot we had them on the line. I don't know how I could forget. Uh, but the one and only Malcolmania, Malcolm Wildman, fresh off visiting, hanging all, hanging out, hanging and banging with the Hulkster himself. What's going on, Malcolm? Well, first of all, Brady, I didn't meet Hulk Hogan. I depended what? on a lady from Jamaica, Marjorie. She was supposed to drive me down there. The oh, that was your like mistake. $600. The hotels are $600 yeah. a day, and that would take off half my autograph and picture money. And I told Ron Howard what? about it. Ron's going to have Hulk Hogan here up in Orlando at his beach shop here on International Drive sometime for the years over. Might even be on my birthday okay. in November. I don't know. Wow, so that'd be fun. If the Hulkster's here on my birthday, man, that'd be the greatest birthday celebration ever in my life. And yeah, man. Know, I want to say something, Brady. I lost a friend of mine. I didn't know him that well. I only met him at a Santa Clara Convention Center, a sports show, December 2nd on a Sunday, 2018. I drove up from Southern California to be there. And uh, his name was, um, uh, well, I call him Tony Mania Siragusa of the Indianapolis Colts, the Baltimore Ravens, and the Pittsburgh Panthers in the NCAA. And when I met when I met this man at that show, he was working for Fox Sports. So all you Fox wannabes that tell me Tony Siragusa, my Italian Hulkamania Goomba, he called me that that day. We were going to share after the show, Brady. We were going to share a monster meat pizza at some pizza place. Me and Tony after he done the Fox show that day because he liked me so much. And Tony. It was San Francisco 49er day, and it was San Francisco Giant day. It was Oakland Raider and Oakland A's day the day before. And Jim Plunkett was there. And Jim Otto was there. And Tim Brown was there. And, and uh, Cliff Branch was there. And I had just taken a photo op with Jerry Rice and Joe Montana. Yeah, I'm going to say it. Joe Montana mania. The best damn Super Bowl <laughs> quarterback ever. I don't give a damn what anybody says. If Joe would have played in 10 Super Bowls, they'd be 10-0 right now, not 5-2. Mm -hmm. 
because Joe He's was still a man. I was jealous of Joe. And Jerry Rice. He's Jerry the GOAT. Rice. I call the Jerry Rice the Ronia Mania, the San Francisco Tree, <laughs> baby. I thought you didn't like the 49ers. Jerry. Oh, I love the 49ers. In the 80s, the Raider fans, uh, I was, I was, they were down in Los Angeles, the Raiders, and the 49er fans yeah. make fun of my team. But my boss, Bob, at Carl Jr.'s, <coughs> uh, Bob had my back. He put me on drive through You want to know something? I had my own, I was raking money for Bobby. Put, I felt like I was on the Tonight Show. He said, Malcolm, here's the microphone. You got uniform on? He put me on there. Ladies would come in there just hearing me kick their order. I love and it, brother. I want to say something else. I want to say a tribute to Tony Sergusic. Can I do this, please, Brady? Yeah, of course, brother. Hey, God, what's it going to do when one of the greatest world wrestling federation, Baltimore Ravens champion, Tony Mania Saragusa, rumbles, destroys, runs wild, and enters the kingdom on you with my dad, with Rowdy Roddy Piper, with the Muscle Man Randy Savage, and all the other great wrestlers. And I mean that. And, and, and Brady, Brady Mania. Yeah, brother. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, I love, I'm going to tell you something, Luger. I love your commercial. That this is the total package Lex Luger. And the nasty boy, Brian Nobbs. And Jerry Sutton. I want to get as nasty as you guys, man, for life, man. <laughs> <laughs> I could see Malcolm being a nasty boy, couldn't you, Stro? And Booker T. Booker T. Matt, can you beat that? Da-da! Him and Stevie Ray Harlem Heat. Two of my, two of, two of my, two of my Harlem Goombas. I'll say it, man. You're fine. Nobody's just gotten Brady. I'm going to acting school. I put it up because I went to Oakland Raider games. They're in Las Vegas. They're your headache, Las Vegas. You deal with them, man. They not. They were celebrating <laughs> women last year in the 70s and the 60s for uh, for like years. Even the these seasons, we didn't make the playoffs. The Oakland Raiders had a winning season. I think the last losing season we had was when Al Davis took over in '62. Uh, he took over in '63. And then we didn't have a losing season until 1981. We were 7 and 9. That was the year the 49ers won the first Super Bowl. You know, and I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, Brady. You know, I'm not, I'm, I, I, I still love my Raiders. I never put my Raiders down, the history of the Raiders. But I'm telling you what, I'm going to tell you people in Las Vegas, you, you were celebrating last year. Uh, let's see if you make it again this year. Let's see if they're schizophrenic like they were in Oakland for 14 seasons with me. Let's see. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> schizophrenic you know what, is a good way to put it. The Oakland Raiders fans yeah. used to tell me in the games in Oakland, Malcolm, if you played yeah. on that team, you'd have taken us to playoffs every year because the heart was in there. I, like I'll never forget. I, I'll never forget seeing you on Monday Night Football doing the push-ups on the steps. Yeah, yeah. I used to. You're on I TV. Cleveland Brown game. We were 0 and 3. Cleveland Browns had the lead, 42 to 34. 141 left on the clock. Mario and and the Raiders needed a stop. And I'm yelling, defense, defense. And John Gruden could hear me clear on the other side of the field. Or if it was John Gruden, I don't know. I don't know who the coach was in 2018, but if it was Gruden, hey Gruden, I got nothing against Gruden. I got nothing against Gannon. But I'll tell you what. 
Um, we were down, and I'd already done like 135 push-ups that day. Touchdowns, I do 25. Field goals, I do 10. Interception sacks, I did like five. I had, I had racked up. 130, 35 push-ups. Jack and Rack. All the fans were, all the fans in Oakland were getting up and they were leaving the game. And I don't know how the hell they got back in the stadium. But this guy comes up. I, I yelled out defense. Mario Edwards Jr., the defensive lineman, and Bruce Irwin, or Irvin, uh, stops, number 51. That was Colleen Mack's roommate when he was in Oakland. And they stopped him. They punt the ball. Derek Carr takes the Raiders down the field. We're two. He hits Jared Young, the tight end, 87. I met Jared Young. I met Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. But he hits him in the front left hand, uh, left corner of the end zone. The Raiders are within two. This guy slaps me on the back. He says, Malcolm, if they get this two-pointer, I'm going to do 25 with you. I knocked out 160 push-ups, <laughs> and I was 54, man. Deal with it, baby. <laughs> and you know what, Brady? I miss Hulk Hogan. I miss the champ. I miss the greatest World Wrestling Federation champion ever. The training, the sin, the prayers, the eat your vitamins, the believing in the Hulk media, forever daddy. And, but I'm not going to miss him, the Knicks, when he's here in Orlando. And you can bank on that. Malcolm, like, uh, Malcolm do, you think do you think there will ever be another Hulk Hogan? Will there ever be no, another? Absolutely, absolutely not. Often imitated, not even the rock. but never duplicated. That's what Gorilla Monsoon used to say. Often imitated, but never duplicated. Everybody had respect for this man because the only way they could strip the belt off him, they had to use two referees, Dave and Earl Hebner, by the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase, who was a great wrestler. I'm not knocking you, Ted, but the way they took that belt off Hulk Hogan was criminal. And me and my brother... What about when Warrior beat him? We went to the Arco Arena for an event right after that, and Ted DiBiase was <laughs> right? actually wearing the WWF championship belt. He was taking on a macho man in a steel cage. <sighs> what about when Warrior beat Jack, Hogan? He lost that Jack, one. Brady, then Jack on the take tummy, as Bobby the Brain he used to call him, he, he, uh, he uh, scheduled that <laughs> tournament, you know, and then the macho man. Hey, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you a story, Papa Stroh. Everybody meets him. How many phone calls? How many people got a phone call? From the macho man, Randy Savage, because he likes my voice impression. I do of him, yeah. And I met his brother, Leaping Lanny Papo, the genius. But I told Randy when I was a little boy in the late 60s, early 70s, there was a guy I used to read in the wrestling magazines. His name was Angelo Papo, Randy's dad. And I told Randy, I saw you guys wrestle, tag up at Slamboree 95. I forget who it was against, but I'll tell you what, I, like, I always liked Angelo Papo. So, Randy, if you're looking down at me, man, I loved your dad when I was a little boy. Pat Patterson, Rocky Johnson, uh, Pepper Martin, Pepper Gomez, the masked interns, great Mephisto, crazy Luke Graham. You know, I'm 58, Brady, and November 7th, I'm going to turn 59, and I'm jumping from a plane. I'm going to ask the Hulk to do it. He can show me. He can, he can get me somebody, but I'm going to do it, man. And if my shoes don't open, <laughs> God's going to catch me and he'll take me up because God will understand all the craziness I went through. I didn't commit suicide. Oh, boy. It was a challenge, baby. It was a challenge. And I took on the challenge like Rowdy Roddy Piper took on the adorable Adrian Adonis. I asked Piper about that, you know. I said, in early January 86, you were, you were the bad guy, Roddy Piper, you know. And then uh, in August, later on, that year, about eight months later, 
you're in, you're you're on uh, on the flower shop and you're complaining about Adrian Adonis wearing women's clothes and all that uh, feminine stuff. I said, why did you change? And Roddy says, Malcolm, I was out doing Body Slam with Captain Lou Albano, Tanya Roberts, Dirk Benedict, uh, a movie about wrestling. I think Rick Flair had a cameo in there uh, as a judge or something. And and uh, and uh, uh, Piper said, when I came back, he said, Malcolm, I had found God. And when I found God, it changed my life. I turned into a new person. You know what, Brady? There's a stupid saying somebody made. The man with the most toys wins. Wrong. The man with his salvation wins. Goes to heaven. Doesn't end up in the fiery pit, baby. Deal with that. You sound like you've been talking to Mike. No, I don't talk to Mike. Mike is he's uh, Mike is too religious. Me, I want to talk like Morton Downey Jr. I want. There's an old TV show, Mr. Ed. <laughs> People yak and yeah. yak and talk and speak a day. Hello, but I'm Mr. Ed. <laughs> unless he has something to say. That means I have something important to say when I talk. It's like the horseman. Remember Ole Anderson that came out January 1990? Yeah, yeah. And they were changing from NWA to WCW, the Clash of the Champions. And Sting was with them. And Ole grabs the microphone mm-hmm. and Ole says, you know, he says, we came here. And the only time the horsemen make an appearance is when they have something important to say. Oli, I just had something important to say. I haven't met you yet. I met the enforcer. I met Barry Windham. One half of him and Mike Rotundo when they teamed up back in the mid-'80s in the WWF, and Captain Lou Albano managed them. You know what, Brady? I want a shot at this acting, man. I want I, I want the script, man. You're not going to see Hulk Hogan. You're not going to see Roddy Piper. You're not going to see the Rattlesnake, Stone Cold Steve Austin. You're going <laughs> to oh, see Malcolm Wildman. Yeah. <laughs> and Malcolm Wildman is going to be another Sir Lawrence Olivier, man. He's going to do Broadway stage because he wants to. Because he wants to, A.B. And you know what, Brady? You're if funny. If I'm someday as an actor, I'm going to have Hulk. I'm doing a movie with the champ, me and the Hulkster. I, 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 and, and Bret Hart and The Undertaker and anybody else that's treated me with respect. And John Cena can be it and The Miz can be in it because I'm still going to say John Cena is the Hulk Hogan of this generation and The Miz is the rowdy, Roddy Piper. Hey, Miz, I like you best when you're, when you're a bad guy. And you know what? People have a problem. They have a schizophrenic problem, Brady, about uh, they can't tell if somebody's a bad guy and somebody's a good guy. No, I ain't going to say heels and baby face. Hey, why don't you go up to Jake the Snake Roberts, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, and tell them they're a baby face. They'll probably lay your ass out. That's insulting. Isn't it? They want a tough name, man. Amen, brother. They're, they're good guys and bad guys. When I was reading comic books in, in the 60s and 70s growing up in the 80s, we didn't have heels and babyface. We had good guys and bad guys, heroes and villains, right? Am I right? Uh, that's right. I call them so, rule breakers. Brady? And, you know what? Here's another one. Here's another one. You know how they say jobbers? I, I used to call them flunkies when I was little. I used to call jobbers flunkies because they would lose. I'd be like, oh, look at this flunky. Those used to come up in uh, – in uh, those Jerry Martin or Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin movies, flunkies. I used to say that a lot. <laughs> yeah, flunkies. 
That's yeah, right. And, uh, and Go- episodes of Gomer Pyle, I think, were like that. I think they said that I'm Batman. I'm not sure. But, hey, um, I want to give accolades to three guys. They're on the Oakland – or, excuse me, they're on the Orlando Police Force. Oh, I had problems goodness. with these firecrackers. Um, I was over in Macedonia. I've had problems dealing with them. I don't like firecrackers, not because I don't like them. It's I was in Macedonia. I was, guard, I was guarding the Macedonians against the Serbs on an observation post. We had rounds going off. That's why I get post-traumatic stress disorder payment uh, included uh, every every month. But I'll tell you what, um, we were, these guys came out, and I didn't feel like walking. And these two officers, they, both Army sergeants and their police officers too, they had this other officer who wasn't in the Army go down to Kennedy Chicken and Grill. It's uh, on Old Winter Garden Road. I'm going to say it. They serve the best damn food. When you're here in Orlando, go to Kennedy Chicken and Grill, man. They have banana pudding. They have all kinds of good stuff, fish, chicken, hamburgers. The guys rock, man. They're the Hulkamania, baby. And I'm going to say this. You guys are the Hulkamania of the food industry when people need some food wow. to eat, man. All right. Yeah, I've got to say that, Brady. That, is that near the thing. Space Center? Is that near the Space no, Center? It's, not near. It's, it's near the room I've been going. You know, I, I've been going for walks because my doctor, Dr. Tood, says, Malcolm, you know, you're 58, you're getting up in age. You know, you need to exercise more. I haven't been doing it. I've been going for long walks with with a full backpack because I don't have a rucksack anymore. You can take the soldier out of the Army, but you can't take the Army out of the soldier, man. You can't do it. And I'm still going to be a soldier. Amen. Day I day. When they bury me, I want to be buried with my with my Vietnam hat that I bought at the Patriot store here at Lake Baldwin. And then I want to be buried with my Hulkamania red and yellow T-shirt around around me. Not a good suit. I want to be buried just like that in a pair of camouflage pants and my red Puma tennis I, shoes I just bought for the Hulkster. I, I want to be wrapped in the American flag like Lex Luger. Just just wrap me in it like a shroud, you know? Hey, Brady. It'd be amazing. i got to say this. I love the Steiner brothers. i got to tell you that. And I'm going to say it again. Hey, Rick, Scott. I love them, too. Hey, I'm going to say this. Scotty, Big Papa Pump is always going to be my hookup. So holler if you hear me. Cause I love the guy. <laughs> and and Rick, Rick Steiner. You want some? Come get some of Rick Steiner. You don't like him? Fight him. Because Rick is a dog-faced gremlin. And he'll bite, he can bite roof, me any time you want. You're the and man, Malcolm. You're the man. My, my other tag team was the total package, Lex Luger, and from Venice Beach, California, just like Hulk Hogan. That's how I got into Sting. He was with the Blade Runners in the UWF in 85, 86. When he switched over yep. to the NWA for Starcade 87 Thanksgiving, and he was with uh, uh, Michael P.S. Hayes, and I forget who else. I think it was Jimmy Jam Garvin. I'm not sure. But that night, but Sting was from Venice Beach, California. I loved the music. Sting, I love you when you have the spike blonde hair. I still respect you for everything you do. Hey, Luger, man, you never disappointed me. You are one of the – you and Stinger, two of the only guys to beat Hulk Hogan, Hollywood Hogan, Hulk Hogan, when he was in the NWO back in the 90s. Deal with that, okay? I love it, brother. Hey, brother, you, my, Malcolm, you take care of yourself, man. I miss hey, talking dude, to you. I'm telling you, when I jump, 
I want you down there because I want you to see a Hulkamania. Because when I go out the plane, I'm not yelling to Ronda, what's he going to do when Malcomedia drops from 50,000 feet this wild Hulkamania on his 59th birthday? I did you, brother. Ah, uh, love you, Malcolm. That's fantastic. Man. Stroh, you all right there? Take a deep breath. Got to come up for air. We're going to slow it down. We're going to go to Anthony out in Kansas. What's going on, Anthony? How you doing, brother? What's happening? How What's that? What's that? What's that? <laughs> how is uh, uh how you doing, you Jayhawk? Uh, I'm not no Jayhawk. I'm a Chiefs fan. I love the Chiefs. That's my team. Yeah, especially going to the game. They're awesome. Well, I've been to one regular season, one preseason game. Plan on going to a game. Is it better than the Eagles? I've never been to an Eagles game. Uh, really? I've only been to – my brother is a big Eagles fan. He's been to plenty of Eagles games. I'm surprised um, to hear that. You didn't live that far from the Eagles. I know. I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've read for the Eagles when they were facing the Patriots and they beat Tom Brady. But <laughs> when they went to the Bowl, finally. Yeah. I mean, at least they got ducked. At least they got it done with Nick Foles, not Donald Mad. No, I always like Nick Foles. So, well, yeah, that that season, Nick Foles, that was like straight magic. You know what we used to call him? Big Dick Nick, the miracle worker. Uh, the Big Dick Nick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I never saw it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how loud it gets at Eagle games, but I tell you what, Chiefs Kingdom, that place gets rowdy. And I mean loud. It was fun when I went a few years ago. That's cool. But that's cool. And that, that was a that was a fun run they had. Yeah. So, so what's where up you with you, at? man? Where have I where been? You been well, at? Yeah, you were supposed to come back last week. So I, I mean you're just like Taking beers, uh, so I, I got dinner. a couple. I got a couple things going on. So with my job, they uh, send me all over the country, yeah. which has cut into my podcasting a little. Um, so I was down in Fort Lauderdale. So um, what are you doing? Doing some stuff for work. Well, I'm a writer and editor. Like, what are you? Oh, okay. Uh, well, I mean, at least you get to yeah. travel. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Traveling jobs always plus side. Yeah, it's a. It's a tech job, you know. I interview tech people, so yeah. so I go to conventions and stuff and do that. So you know, I had that. Then I'm I'm getting married in September, so that's like taking up a lot of time. We had like a meeting last week, oh, okay. so I wasn't able to make it back yeah. in time. So that's where I've been. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Finally settling down. <laughs> I mean, you know. I can uh, be a wrestling fan for the rest of my life, or I can settle down. So I'm settling down. Uh, so you're not a wrestling fan anymore? No, I am. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Who, so who's on? Just you? Or? I am. Uh, sure was here, but he's uh, I think he's on uh, mute me. No, I don't know. He probably had to step away for uh, a minute. Yeah, a uh, couple of weeks ago, had a pretty good conversation with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Just talking about wrestling in general. All right, brother. Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we did. I'm here. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of Stro, uh, but maybe Malcolm chased you off. No, I was uh, actually recovering. Oh my god! From the whirlwind. <laughs> that was like a false count yeah. anywhere match. Talking with him. Oh my god! Yeah. He gets yelling and stuff. He put me through the yeah. gimmick table. Really? I don't know. I'm going. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to it. I'm going to an independent wrestling show. I'll see if Jacob Fatu gives me a chop. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Why would you want to do that? <laughs> I don't know. It's for all of it. Been on video. Because a few years ago, the wrestling promoter, he chopped me at one of the Christmas show. They had a few years ago before the whole COVID shit happened. And uh, he chopped me or whatever. It was like, I mean, I like pulled my shirt up or nothing. I mean, I took a chop with a shirt on, but it's still... Yeah, chopping is not bit. fun. Did you take a single fourteen yeah. too? No, I haven't took one of them, but I've seen Sam and and this one guy, Blood Hunter, last year at a show for the promotion had a fallout brawl. I don't know, Sam and busted okay. one freaking he had a mask on, his whole mask was all red from blood dripping like kind of seeping through the mask. But that was okay. pretty well. But the the match, they're going to have a, it's probably going to be the main event. It's going to be Jacob Fatu versus uh, this guy, Sam Stackhouse. I think he's wrestling GCW. It's going to be a cage match because they're having a rematch from back in February when they came to Wichita. And that okay. match is pretty wild, pretty good. That is wild. Yeah. That's the only really independent promotion that I've been going to besides here and there WWE shows. Or whatever, but I like it. Yeah, I'd, I'd imagine there's not as much independent wrestling as there was in Delaware, right? Um, actually, you'd be surprised. It's just kind of further distance. Like, the one I go to, the guy's from Oklahoma, but he does a lot of shows in, like, Texas. And then they hit up Kansas in the Wichita area every few months. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He's doing shows, mm-hmm. matter of fact, in next month or so in Oklahoma. Um, mm-hmm. but there's other wrestling promotions that he's been kind of working with from Kansas. That's up in the Salina area, and I think they do shows in Hutch. There's one town that's, like, probably not too far from Wichita, but I don't mm-hmm. get a chance to go to another shows. I only went to mm-hmm. like, Comic-Con mm-hmm. a few years back the, when I met Dean mm-hmm. King, and they had that weekend mm-hmm. at the Comic-Con. They mm-hmm. had the wrestling promotions from Kansas. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, but I mean it's pretty good. The ones I go to at this like concert type hall place, pretty good, pretty cool venue. It's pretty good for wrestling because they got their own sound system and all that. Mm-hmm. Up their stuff to it, and yeah, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty good place to have wrestling. Good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Chad Diaby's gonna be there. 
so I'll probably get to meet the million dollar man. Uh, don't let him take your money. Nah, I ain't going to make no bets with him during the basketball. All right, all right. <laughs> That's how he got his millions. Con and Sam. So, I'm guessing earlier you guys talked about money in the bank. Yeah, we did. Uh, what'd you th- did you watch the show? What did you think about it? <laughs> um, I watched most of it, and then I had to go back and watch a couple other matches because a buddy of mine, I went over and watched uh, the UFC fights or whatever, so I, I, okay. I, I think I had to go back. I had to go back and watch the Ronda Rousey and uh, uh, Natalia and then Liv cashed in or whatever, and then the men's money in the yeah. match, pretty much. What do you think about Liv winning? Uh, good for her. It's about time. I mean, I didn't think they were going would to you say? Would you night. say she's living life? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I got you. I wouldn't mind uh, after seeing her at Raw last month, between her and your buddy Alexa Bliss. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I miss her. Yeah, I saw her at that show. I can't remember the last time I went to Raw before that. If she was on the roster, she might have been on SmackDown then. I can't remember if I were, if this was the first time I saw her live. Um, well, okay. Course, I can't remember. That might have been the first time I caught a show where she was actually on, not injured or something. Who, Alexa no, Maybe... Yeah, maybe a few years back when I went to St. Louis, uh, she might have been on that show. I don't know. I don't get to go to many WWE shows like I was going to show a while back. I mean, I'm waiting for anything okay. to come around my way, which I you think they'll be coming soon? Like, uh, hopefully, maybe coming for the by the fall or so because. Uh, I'm not going to tell you who, but I've been talking to someone for eight days, trying to have them get the word for them to come to this call. I got you. I guarantee you, cool. if they go to the same arena that WWE goes to, they'll sell the place. There's a lot of people Probably. that want AEW. Yeah. Do you like AEW know, better? Uh, lately, yeah. Okay, because I don't. Uh, I mean, I like some of the talent better. I mean, WWE always, but I, obviously, it's a bigger company and whatnot, but AEW, I'm, I'm glad they're around because it's a chance to watch something else. I mean, they do. It's they a nice alternative. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's some stuff that you can work on. Time in other things probably. Good. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, it's uh, Stroh. Stroh's on here. Uh, I saw. I don't know. Adam. Adam Pierce posted something on Facebook, and then I think he mentioned uh, Stroh, and I and I left a comment saying something about. Uh, Stroh from WWE, I sit there and said, oh, this is a double-checking or whatever, and then he was like, 
I don't know, Adam Pierce said something back. I know he, I don't know, it was something like some old, like a flash, like from years ago or something like that when Adam Pierce wrestled. Yeah, yeah, we I love that. Back when he was uh, NWA World Champion, uh, we feuded for the NWA World Champion. Yeah. We had some great matches. And, uh, yeah, he's a class act, man. I, I, I love being in the ring with Adam, man. He was fantastic. Adam's yeah. amazing. And I used to love going to the bar and drinking with him after Ring of Honor shows. Just, like, the knowledge okay. that came from that head. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people try to... Say, say something like, oh, why didn't you get back in the ring or whatever? And he always sit there and leaves a comment back saying he's good with what he's doing now. Probably for all the years he put into wrestling, I guess. He's good with what he does now, I guess. So. Oh, he's great with what he does. And it's a lot easier on the body. I'm happy for Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And how they've been using him as like a... I guess now he's as a official or whatever. Well, he had Sonya yeah. still, but they kind of let her go back to wrestling. Got rid of her as yeah. official, except for when she or not wrestling, back. depending on how you look at it. Yeah. Yeah. You're right, man. You're right. Uh, I, I was hoping to run into. I don't know call, either. But it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he doesn't come out a whole lot, so. No, I mean, like I said, the only people that came out, and the only reason the one guy did Bobby Lashley because he was probably was late in the gym, and he stopped for a bunch of us. Yeah. And then R-Truth, which R-Truth is always cool. Yeah. Always a fan of R-Truth. He's something else. <laughs> Very big fan. Did you uh-huh. do what? Great. I'm always a fan of uh, our truth. It was uh, it was great to talk with you tonight, man. Oh yeah, for sure. So, any predictions on Money in the Bank? I mean, not Money in the Bank, uh, SummerSlam. I was gonna say, I think Liv Morgan's gonna win Money in the Bank and Austin Theory, and uh, I uh, SummerSlam. I. I think the Street Profits are going to get one more run with the tag team titles before they split them up. Do you do you think that something crazy is going to happen with the ending of Lesnar and Roman Reigns? Because they keep on showing this video saying the final chapter and then throwing back the video where Roman says after he took down everybody and said how when he's done with everybody, he's gone or something like that after what happened months ago in Trenton when it all started him saying he'll be around. I mean, I I think Roman's going to beat Brock and Brock will probably go away until like the Rumble or something and then come back for his WrestleMania program. So do you think that because now they're doing Theory versus Lashley again for SummerSlam? you think that maybe something might happen in the last man standing match where, say, Lesnar does lose? Or, say, the smart thing for theory to do is wait till both guys are down, pull a Seth Rollins, cash in during the match, and then be the last man standing. 
Well, I think I think Austin Theory. I think they're going to drag that out. I I don't think he's going to be. They might like have him like threaten like he's going to cash in a couple times, but I don't think you're going to see him. Because yeah. he's still got to develop a little bit. He he's not quite there yet. I I don't know. They so. try to push him faster than I don't know. He went from NXT part of Johnny Gargano and all that, and got right on Raw, and he's been Nick Babs. Freaking guy or whatever, and all that. So I don't know. If he's smart, what do you think about them unifying the women's title? You do Liv Morgan versus um, Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. Um, it wouldn't surprise me. Eventually, they do it. I mean, they unified everything else. Why don't they? While they're at it, have a toxic attraction. To me, it makes sense to I do it. Watch it. I didn't yeah. watch. It. NXT, but uh, under topic attraction, defending tag titles tonight. Yeah, uh, I didn't see if they won or not, but if they did, <laughs> they, they lost. retained the belts. They had the champions. They lost. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they lost. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. because uh, I was thinking they haven't announced nothing else for the main show for the women's tag titles ever since after Naomi. Sasha walked out, so they haven't even said nothing about that tournament. I was thinking if Sasha Tatchel still had her belt, they could enter that tournament. And then whoever wins out throughout the tournament walks out with all the tag titles, and then you can find them, and that might even bounce people around in and out of NXT or yeah. something mm-hmm. like that, because they don't have that many mm-hmm. women's tag teams. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, brother. I hear you, dude. I hear you. It, it'll be interesting. You know, we'll we'll definitely have to keep tabs. And SummerSlam is early this year, isn't it? Isn't it in July this year? July, July 30th on Saturday. Yep. See, that's early for SummerSlam. Yeah, because, I mean, it's the first time, probably either ever or long time, not being August. Doing In 97, it was August that. 7th. I think that was the earliest it ever was. Uh, okay. Well, they're doing that usually in early September. To me, it's so. always like the end of the summer, you know? Like, that's like one of the last things you do before the end of the summer. Yeah, normally. Yeah. Yeah. Not uh, this year. I, I, I mean, my guess is because of scheduling, because they want to do that UK show. And then, I think October... Or late September, or they're going back to Saudi Arabia, or something like that. I know. Do you think Vince McMahon will have a new segment where he? Do you think Vince McMahon will have a new segment, maybe where he brings in his next like affair? They'll have like Vince McMahon's next top affair, and there'll be like a contest, just so he can rub people's noses in it a little more. Yeah. Oh. Oh, how no? they announced. I don't know. I thought it was weird. I don't know. After all that stuff. I want to see Vince McMahon part. buy all the shares back so he can do whatever he wants. How's that sound? Yeah, I don't know. That Nick Khan. He can't. He can't afford I, it, so it doesn't sound good. Uh, <laughs> it was great talking to you, man. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, no. Shoot, I was going to say <laughs> It's all good, brother. Got to leave them wanting more. 
I love you, man. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. <laughs> Uh, 914-338-1885. Um, I'm actually going to bring on Derek, who, uh, thank God you're here, man. Although the calls Glad keep coming. This is like one of those classic nights. There's uh, uh, still so many. Yeah, glad, How you doing? I'm glad, <laughs> glad to see things haven't changed in my absence. How's everybody doing? <laughs> this is the first time in a while, though. It's funny. And I'm going to ask all you guys to hold on, because we got to get to each and every one of you, but... Uh, my God. I was saying earlier, what? Derek, before I go to Rat Boy, um, I don't know how much you watched of Money in the Bank, but I like that it was a concerted effort to, like, kind of build around different, you know? It's not just yes. the same. And I really like that. I, that yes. The men's, yes. the women's, uh, not a big fan of Lashley winning the secondary title, but you know what? It, 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 I can see the reason behind everything. And I'm kind of okay with it. Yeah, and I don't know if this is because obviously Vince is still in charge, so maybe he's just had an about face on everything. But everything feels yeah. a little bit fresh now. Um, you got Riddle and and Seth, which is new. Um, you got Lashley and Theory again, but technically that's a new thing. I enjoy the Usos and. And the Street Profits, I think Montez Ford is <laughs> he's clearly the Shawn Michaels of that group. But Dawkins isn't bad. It's just that Montez is like right years ahead of him. Um, they're um, they, they they know that too because supposedly they're going to split up soon. Yeah, which I just hope Dawkins is prepared. But um, it seems like they're they're trying new things, which is making it a little bit fresher. And I, I heard a report by Meltzer where he goes, you know. All of a sudden, things for WWE is starting to look up ratings and house show numbers and blah, 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 and the merchandise, everything's starting to go up. So maybe that's a good thing. And it's funny you brought up Lashley because I saw something with Lashley where he hasn't been pinned on television in almost a year, and the last person to pin him was Big E when he cashed in. So they're protecting Lashley and the crowd. Yeah. nuts for him, so it's working. So that's another good thing. Yeah, for sure. And you're also starting to see, and this is kind of like more behind the scenes, but consolidating the titles like they've been doing, um, it's increased the competition. And it's made you value other things besides just having a title on Raw, you know? I, yeah. I, I, I feel like, like, for example, now, with Roman Reigns being the only champion, you've got all these potential challengers that you could make a case why they should fight for the belt. Yeah. It's been a lot um, better. It's been a lot better. Yeah, and I, I think one of the things that helped them was Roman deciding he wanted to work less dates, so now you can't revolve both shows around him. So you got Raw being Riddle and Lashley and Seth, and then you turn to SmackDown, which is a completely different show, and you can got Drew McIntyre and everything that's happening over there, the Russo's and Sammy. So everybody's getting an opportunity now because they don't have to, you know, center everything around Roman, which I hope they keep it up. Um, I'm a little upset that it's Brock and Roman again at SummerSlam, but everything... I know, I know. What do you you think about the idea? And, And, I mean, people have been criticizing me online for saying it, but, like, 
what about doing Liv versus Bianca and unifying the women's titles at SummerSlam as well? Here's why I wouldn't, because if you unify it, you probably have to put it on Bianca, right? And that kind of stifles all of the yes. momentum that she has. Um, I don't know. Here's the ace in the hole that they have. Um, Bailey's going to come back. I don't know what show she's going to be on, but she's going to be a fresh face. Um, Raquel Gonzalez is still pretty new. It would be nice to see Shotzi get more time on television. So they're starting to use women yeah. that they haven't used before. Um, and I'm glad that the four horsewomen have kind of taken a back seat because, you know, they've been – Yeah. I think they said this is the first time neither one of the four horsewomen has held the belt since, like, Natty in 2019 or something like that. When it was Natty wow, and really? That's funny. Yeah. So yeah. it's good that there's fresh faces. I just wish they had more tag teams. But they're featuring tag teams, too. They just need a little bit more. Uh-huh. But suddenly it's like – it's like Sasha who? Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, exactly. I, I don't even know. I, I mean, now granted they dissolved the women's tag team division, basically, but, like, I really don't see what role she would fill other than continuing to defend those belts. Yeah, because they've, they've elevated Liv. Like I said, Shotzi's getting more TV time. You got Raquel. Yeah. Of course, you got Bob. You got Rhea I mean, coming back yeah. from injury soon? Yeah. You don't even miss Charlotte. Like, there's only one horsewoman no. on television. That's Becky. The other three are gone. And then it's not, you know, they're not missed. In fact, it's kind of nice not having Charlotte on there. Just because <laughs> when she's on there, you know, everything's going to flow through her. Yeah, she's like Roman. Yeah, to, to a lesser extent, she's like Roman. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I like that they're trying new things out. And, like I said, it's obvious Vince is still in control because he's everywhere. But it's almost like when <laughs> Steph got when Steph got the position, they kind of wanted to be like, okay, let's let's try something different. And it's it's more intriguing television. I'll tell you that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, now speaking of intriguing, I'm going to bring on Ratboy uh, in Trenton. Uh, Ratboy, I, I know. So Ratboy had this loss. This week, he had to put his uh, cat Twinkles to sleep, which, uh, oh. you know, very sorry for your loss, Rat Boy. I, I know it stings. I, uh, and we've seen hey, Twinkles hey, many times in our own videos. It's been 15 years, okay? Yeah. Yeah. A big journey with me. a cat. <laughs> 15 years with a cat, okay? That's a journey. That chapter closed. Now it's a new chapter in my life that I got my new place. I'll be moving into it this Friday, and plus I still got the orange cat, my boy Coco, big boy. Coco, yep, yep. And Coco. and 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 it's a new life for us. Well, I'm very sorry for your loss, and uh, yeah, uh, it's never an easy but thing. I, I understand. I'll be getting her ashes. You know, I'll be taking pictures of her ashes and put her and put her on Facebook. My 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 dog has actually. Um, it's a newer thing, but she's taken to um, trying to eat cat shit all the time outside. Oh, my Lord. So, uh, expect you to say, it sucks. Expect it you sucks. To say no, <laughs> there's not really much of a bridge there. Uh, but it's pretty, like, pretty you know, you got to keep them on a tight leash or keep her on a tight leash, you know? Because uh, you don't want that licking you in the face. Yeah. Ugh. 
One door, one door closed, a new one opened up with a new life, you know, rest in peace twins. That's what I put, you know, you know, uh, what it is, yeah. I mean, the place where I'm going to, first I have one cat, not two. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I was determined which one should I take all week long. Are you going to a retirement home? Yes. Oh. Okay. That's smart. Well, not, it's not a retirement home. It's for senior citizens and for disabled people. I know. I got you. you know, no, I think that's smart. But, you know, it'll, you'll find that a lot easier. Uh, I've been I've been there a couple times already. Taking my stuff in. You know, there are nice people in there. Very nice people. That's good. That's good. So you're just you going to be by yourself again? Yes. Okay. Yep. And, and uh, about SummerSlam, you know, yeah. it's on the 30th. I think uh, Roman yeah. Reigns. July is weird show. for SummerSlam. I know. It's no, why would you say that? Yeah, why it's would you say early. that Roman Reigns is going to lose that belt? He's that would negate everything that they've done for the last year. I know. I don't like Roman Reigns. Well, well, that's why they would do it, because you, you don't like them. <laughs> yeah, but, but, uh, <laughs> Money in the Bank was so good, you know, I had to watch it again. Oh, but Liz Morgan, she deserves it. it. Liz Morgan deserves I, it. I agree with that. I, I, I was happy to see that. I I mean, it's good for her. That, what it is that, they threw a curveball, they were going to give it to somebody else, but no, let's give it to Liz. Because she really deserves it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I would say she deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say she deserves it? <laughs> Whatever. You know. What about the, what about what about Tyson? Not Tyson. Uh, theory. Theory. Um, Austin. Austin theory. For that guy, That's pretty cool. Okay. I, listen, I like that. I like that they had him lose the title the the uh, before he won the Money in the Bank. Yeah, that's smart. Yes, it was. It's like it closes one chapter and opens another mm-hmm. one. Really, I, and I like I that see, he's going to be I, running around with that because it, he needs. They, he's not ready for it now, but if they no. do this right by early next year, he could be a top guy. And if you're smart, like my my first thought, Derek, and this is what terrified mm-hmm. me when he won, is like, oh God, they're doing all the Cena stuff. Are they going to give him the Baron Corbin treatment? <laughs> like, is he going to go in there, lose to Cena, lose the briefcase? That was awful. I tell, you, I tell you what, if they if they wait to the perfect time with him and they build him up right, the next year you could have a big program with him and Cody Rhodes for that belt. Like that's another guy for Cody to work. That's a brand new. So, uh, but hopefully, they yeah. Him up. So you have him hold you have him hold on to it for so long that people forget that he has it. So that yep. when his music hits at that right time, he's almost gonna get a pop from it. Mhm. Like Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Yeah. And like Dolph, like Seth, I think Seth held it to Mania the next year. So yeah, you can yeah. you can do a lot of good things with him. I just hope they don't mess him up. Yeah. They haven't had a guy that young who could be a star in a very long time. That's right. Uh, what were you saying, that boy? 
I said, I, I can see it now. He's going to be the next Stone Cold Steve Austin. The way he That's got blasphemous. That is blasphemous. How dare you? Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see it. He, he's going to take the WWE a long, long way. But now, I he's saw going to be the somebody, next John Cena. I, I can. What it is that I saw online about AEW is going to go to w. Raw. Something no, like that. that I, I see something no, like that. No, rapper. The quote was, they asked Tony Khan if he'd be willing to do a crossover show with WWE, and he said, of course. And of course he yep. would say that because he has way more to gain from that than Vince does. <laughs> right, exactly. Although there, there would be a lot of intrigue, you know. I, yeah, but you're exposing WWE's audience to a product that I'm going to guess about a third of them know nothing about. Yeah, if yep. Roman Reigns shows up on Dynamite, that rating would skyrocket. If Orange Cassidy walked out on the wall, I don't think it'd have the same effect. <laughs> right. If you oh, have Kenny Brady. Omega versus AJ Styles, we'll be talking about it for one night, and then yeah. it'll just go back. Yep. Okay, I'm yeah. almost I'm almost home now, okay, with my mom, because we went to bingo. But I'm going to text my okay. new address. Okay, I'm going to text my new address. So you know okay. where I'm at. Okay? All right, brother. I didn't have your right, old address. Let me get out of here, and I'll talk to everybody <laughs> next week. All right. <laughs> Take care, brother. Love you. <laughs> All right, I will. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> Tell your mom I said hi. All right. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was just saying, like, I, I can just imagine Tyson Theory... There's no Austin Theory. I get them all confused. Tyson Fury, Tyson Theory, whatever. Austin Theory. I can see Theory losing to Cena, uh, but if they're smart, I think that Theory beats him. Yeah. Yeah. And Even if I it's like an inside year. cradle kind of thing. He's got to beat yeah, him. Yeah, and I think he has to. And a year from now, you could have, in terms of young stars, you could have Billy, you could have Braun Breaker. You could have Carmelo Hayes. They could have a whole group of young guys who can kind of take things over for the next 10 years if they hold on and mold them all correctly. Yeah. Although, with that said, I still don't know what that says about Cena. If you have – I mean, you have Theory lose to Pat McAfee, who loses to Vince McMahon, and then you're going to have Theory beat John Cena. So maybe that – I don't know. But I guess people don't <laughs> look at it like that, so. Yeah. Uh, it's all good. Uh, let's go to. Uh, oh, we got Dustin. What, what's going on, Dustin? How you doing, brother? Uh, honestly, uh, money yeah, been kind of upset me. Oh God. Spending money to bank okay. upset me really much. Okay. I'm not that. a Fury fan. I'm, I'm not a Fury fan. Why not? Can't stand the guy. Why? Just can't. He's just arrogant. They dang, 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 dang. What? The dude is arrogant. I can't stand him. He's doing his job. I, 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 I get it. I get it. <laughs> But he's arrogant and rude to people. I can't stand it, dude. Yeah, but isn't it his job what? to make you hate him? 
That's a big theory for the things, though. Well, uh, well, you know what? Uh, I'm not watching Raw no more, so uh, I'm done with that. Oh, I've heard that before. Seriously, I didn't watch Raw. I didn't. I didn't watch Raw last night. Okay, I believe you. I just you threatened that before, and then you always go back. No, I'm actually. I'm actually done. I'm done watching Raw, and I'm fixing to be done watching SmackDown. I'm confused. Why are you done watching SmackDown and Raw? Because I'm tired of seeing Roman Reigns. I'm tired of seeing certain people. It's getting old. All right, so you, you don't want the new guy in theory to be champion, and you don't want the guy now, Roman, to be champion because he's old, even though he's not on the show ever, really. Right? You know that. He's never really on the show. So you don't want to titles. I, I want to play a game with you right now, Dustin. Who should beat Roman Reigns for the title? Who would make you happy as champion? So you're tired of Roman, the old guy, but you want him to lose to the same guy who came in with him and rolled him and Rollins. No, no, he wants the Joker to win. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, the tag team title? Who do you want to beat the Usos? Is it the Street Profits? Probably not. No. Mm-mm. Can't stand Street Profits either. Mm-mm. So who do you yeah, want to beat the Usos? Well, uh, um, probably, probably the, the the heavy guy and the shush guy, right? Chad no, no, I'm, I'm thinking about. Yeah, uh, No, I'm thinking about the Riddle guy from NXT. Orton? No, the guy from NXT, uh, the Creed brothers. The Creed brothers. You want the Creed brothers wait, to wait, beat the Usos? Wait, okay. Yes. On. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on a goddamn minute. So you don't want to carry. The young new guy to be champion, but you want the young new guys in the Creed Brothers to beat the Usos. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like, uh, well, I just don't want there anywhere near the world title. I, I, that's how I feel about it. Are you okay with Bianca Belair as champion? Who? Bianca Belair. Is she okay as champion? <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that. Like, I got myself oh my in trouble God. for the first stuff I said. Why, why would you get in trouble for that? Yeah, what would you get in trouble for? Well, I got in trouble on Twitter for saying some stuff. Like, I'm not going to say oh. what I said. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, who would you have to be the champion if not her? Yeah. Uh, Well, that's a tough, Charlie, a tough one, you know. Yeah, can you pick one? Uh, Rhea Ripley is, is, is should have been champion. Should she? Yeah. What, what, what has really? she done besides... Besides putting makeup and look mean standing next to Edge and Damian Priest for the last couple of months. What has she done? <laughs> Actually, Edge was taken out of the group. Yeah, but what I'm saying is what has Rhea Ripley done since joining that group? <laughs> well, well, I, I really thought, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. honestly, mm-hmm. honestly, mm-hmm. you know. It's okay, it's, just, uh, just I say thought, you want Alexa Bliss to win the belt. That's all you got to say. No, no. That 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 that's that's okay. just, that, that that's gone and gone and gone and, and passed on my mind. Okay, hasn't passed mine. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, right here's the thing. <laughs> the thing with Liv Morgan is the thing is, if she somehow beats Ronda at SummerSlam, we all know it's going to be Charlotte Flair beating her in 20 seconds. Hold on, I'm sorry, my phone dropped out. I I dropped out. What has Rhea yeah. done to be world champion again? I'm sorry, I missed that. No, we're we're past that now. We're past that. Oh, He's talking okay. about squashes now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Who, who's going to be okay. two in 20 seconds? 
Yeah. Well, well, I'm thinking that if, if Whip Morgan somehow beats Ronda at SummerSlam, it's just going to lead to Charlotte getting her rematch and beating Liv in quick time. Oh, I, I hope. Her. I, I, I think it'll. Be, I think Char will hold off a little. I. Uh, <laughs> that should be your next character, Char. She could. She could get like a bob haircut and do like a Sex in the City kind of thing. Well, Bertie, I just see it that way. Charlotte wins the title, obviously, think, all the time. Would you be okay if 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 uh, Liv Morgan beat Bianca Belair for the for both belts? I I, I don't know if they're ever going to do that. You're going to the belts. So I don't know. I'm just asking if you'd be all right with it. Yeah, Liv Morgan's all right. I just can't stand the Street Pubs or Liv Morgan. I, I mean, I mean Bianca on, Belair. God. Wait a wait a goddamn minute! Hold on, damn it! Hold on, <laughs> hold on! What the hell has Liv Morgan done to deserve that belt? Besides, cry every time she's on television. <laughs> well, they, they, they've made her an inspiration. He, he's at, he's done. By the way, he quit. He hung up on you. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they feel her up as an underdog. Like I I I get it. I you know, but I like Liv. I the like fans her. are behind her. Yeah, they, she's they like she's that. in that Alexa spot right now. Like, should she be there? Probably not. But the fans like her. That mad, Seth and Rollins. she's going to be is popular. That mad? Is he that mad at Seth Rollins that win money in the bank? Goodness gracious! Right, like Seth oh, is doing just fine. He's doing fine without a belt. He, he's reached that level. He doesn't need a title. Yeah, I was trying to get him. Yeah, I the next one I was going to ask about was Lashley. If he was all right with Lashley, Lashley having right? that title, Cause that's what I suspect is really what's wrong with Raw. <laughs> Lashley, like, wait a minute, all these damn no, I just mean, going on here. All, all his people that he doesn't like, you know, those those yeah. people that he doesn't like. Those people yeah. that got yeah. him in trouble on Twitter, but um, <laughs> you know what I mean? And not just there. I, I, I think, he must really be confused by the Usos and Roman Reigns because right, like, like, like what the hell they are, but they're not. <laughs> what? I think I think people love Liz because it's different too. Like she's she's different. Yes, which is which is a, which is a good thing, and I'm I'm glad they did it because she like you said. If Becky would have won the briefcase, we'd have been like, oh, here we go again. But I'm, I'm, I'm glad they did something different. And, and, and you know what else with Liv? I, I just one more thing. I, I don't mean to harp on her, but I just I find it amazing how big she's gotten so quickly. Um, I think mm-hmm. she's she's smartly capitalizing on, like, all those people who were Ruby Riot fans that felt like she never yes. got it. The same people that are cheering for her in AEW because she never got a fair shake. Mm-hmm. That's Liv. She's got all those people. Yep. And it's it's cool to see. I'm I'm happy for it. Like I said, it's it's, yeah. it's something different, and I'm glad that it's working. Because if she would have won and the crowd didn't care, they would have took it off of her right away. That's why I don't think Charlotte's going to beat her. Is because people are into it. It's kind of like Daniel. To a lesser extent, it's like Daniel Bryan, where he's so big. He got so big, you couldn't beat him because whoever beat him would face backlash. It wouldn't work. I'm thinking what they'll do, and I don't know if they're doing Ronda, live, Ronda and Liv at SummerSlam, but if they are, I would assume that Charlotte's going to come back and cost Ronda that match. 
and then that'll be the feud, and Liv, Liv will feud with somebody else. That's probably what they'll do. Yeah, which is, if, if I was them, and you have somebody that the people love like Liv, you use her to make, like, the next big heel, and if it was me, yeah, I'd have, obviously, months down the road, but I would have Shayna Baszler tear her apart, and now you have a new heel in Shayna Baszler, but they're probably not going to do yes. that. So they need it, or Raquel. Uh, yeah, Raquel would so be fine. Yeah. The other thing is, you have yeah. Bailey coming back, and she's never really faced either of the two women's champions, so that there's a natural mm-hmm. there too. Yeah. So she could kind of fit in wherever. They've got some. Uh, Let's. Uh, if they don't mess it up, yeah. They, they've got some fresh matchups, which and not the last AEW, but yeah. I turn on AEW and it's, it's Mockley as champion again. So. You know. Right, 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 right. Yeah, no, you're 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 right about that. Let's uh let's go to the this is the last caller for the night. Then I'm going to shut down the lines. We got we got Tora hanging with us. What's going on, Tora? Long time, babe. Hey guys. Hello. What's Tora, up? I got to tell you, I got to tell you, I'm getting married, Tora. Your your window is quickly closing. I <laughs> know. It's okay, honey. I'll still think of you. Yeah. That came out wrong. That came out wrong. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> well, I'm in the hospital with my daughter. Oh, no. Is she okay? She just had back surgery. Scoliosis. Oh, back surgery. Oh, God. I have that. Don't tell me that. Yeah. So, is she okay? Is she going to be okay? Yeah, she's okay. She's going to be okay. She get a metal rod. Yeah, she got a metal rod and okay. needles well, that's and pins. better pain. than a back brace. Okay, but that's better yeah. than a back brace. Yeah. I uh, when I, when I was younger, um, they told me I had scoliosis and um, there's another one that makes it bend sideways too. I look like something out of the Modern Museum. It was like. Uh, the uh, spondylosis is the other one. So, like, my my spine curved in, but it also curved to the left. So I was like, uh, but but basically they gave me like an exercise routine when I was like probably eleven or twelve, and uh, they told me to like join the swim team and like you know just do all kinds of stuff like basically, I guess paddling, you know, that kind of motion and doing exercises yeah. like that and. So I have a really strong back. Like it's probably the only part of me that's like, like I got a six pack back. It's amazing. But, uh, <laughs> the, rest, yeah. the rest of me, I mean, but yeah. So, but that was just so I didn't need the surgery and stuff, you know. So yeah, she just turned fourteen yesterday. It's tough. Oh man. Happy, happy well, you know what? She'll be better for it though, in the long run. Yeah, she's a strong girl though. Yeah. She wanted it to be done before school starts. If she, if she starts traveling, you might want to get her the TSA pre-check so, so she's not going through so many metal detectors. But other than that, you know? Yeah. She's hanging yeah. in there. That's good. She's in there That's for about five hours in surgery. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm glad she's okay. Yeah, thank you for asking. I need prayers. 
I didn't even know. You know, you told me without having to ask, but uh, I will definitely pray. Yeah. I haven't talked to you in a while. I it's know. Five it's years. been a while. He's out of town. I couldn't help. It's been like a hot minute. Yes, it has. It's been very, <laughs> very, very, very hot. Yeah, well, yeah, now, now that uh, now that you're on the line, it's very, very, very hot. But you know, Uh-oh. be a hot minute. Mm. Yeah, mm. <laughs> you got me thinking. Uh-oh. here. No, I'm really playing. I'm just playing. Okay. Is this to let you guys go? You Where am I? <laughs> this is, this, we'll we'll take this uh, in the private chat tour. No, I'm only kidding. Uh, <laughs> did you watch? Did you did you watch Money in the Bank tour? Yeah, I watched it. What'd you think? Good? Bad? Um, did I'm you not get as mad as Dustin did? Okay. Ash, I'm not a big fan of Theory. See, I would have thought he would like Theory. No. What about Bianca Belair? You like Bianca Belair, Tom? Yeah, she's cool. Alright, I know. I know. What about the street problem? You like it when she whips people with hair? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I like that too. I like that a lot. Too. <laughs> yeah. What about, what about what about Bobby Lashley? You like Bobby Lashley? Bobby Lashley, I like him. He he's very cool. I I was oh, yeah, so happy okay. that he won. Me too. Tony. I still can't believe I mean, he's like forty five years old. I know. Yeah, he was in the ring. ring. I, he was in the ring. I was looking at the way he was bumping around and the way he looked. I was like, holy yeah. shit, he's 45? <laughs> yeah. He looks better now than he did when he broke in 20 years ago. I know. That's mm-hmm. crazy. <laughs> what have I been doing with my life, Torres? That's 45. <laughs> Bye. Too much pizza. You don't have to answer me. Uh, <laughs> Crazy. No, but it was a good show. What do you think about Liv Morgan? She should have got the the, the title belt from Bianca Blair. No, That's not Bianca I Blair. I, I just think <laughs> that she was wrong for cashing in on Ronda Rousey. On Ronda? See, but I want to get yeah. that belt off Ronda. I'm, I was hoping that Ronda would get discouraged and leave. Oh, oh, oh. to quit. Yeah, I wanted to quit. Huh? Wanted to go have another baby. Mm-mm. Come back in three years. Um, I don't think that she can't have any more kids after that. Oh, oh, oh. Do, do you think... It's the body fitter. I was only kidding. Do you think that Rhonda has totally lost her name value, though? Because I kind of feel like when she came in, it was huge, and now it's just kind of like mm-hmm. she's there. Yeah. Like she's on TV every. I think because she, she's on TV every week. That's really it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. She she should be Brock. That's what she should be. She shouldn't be on TV all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, I, I, totally unrelated, but Fox has totally gotten their way as far as, like, 
having all the major stars on their show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. like there was rumbles yeah. about that, and we didn't really see it, but it's like you look at it, they got they got Roman, they got Ronda, uh, they got McIntyre, they got Brock. Yep. They're all yeah, there. Everybody. Yep. Yeah. Uh, if you want to look at McAfee, it's a big deal. They got McAfee. If, if Rock comes yeah. back to fight Roman, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a SmackDown thing. So, yeah. I, Tora, I wish McAfee would go to AEW so I really didn't have to watch it. No. You don't like, you don't like McAfee. I hate McAfee. I hate him. Him calling Corbin bum-ass Corbin is hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, but except I look at McAfee and I think he's a bum ass. Like, what a. No. <laughs> you gotta consider the source. No. Oh. What does Vince McMahon see in him? He just screams. I, I guess because he's different, I guess. I guess. Different because he looks like a rat. God damn, please. No, he, he looks like Chuck E. Cheese. That's what he looks like. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> No way. Yeah. You know what I'm you talking about. Yeah. You have an irrational hate for, for the Indianapolis Colts. Is it because he was a Colt? Is that what it is? No, 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 no. Well, I mean, you know, he was a punter, so it's not really like he was, like, well, on the team, you know? He's not a real football player. <laughs> well, he's a punter. Yeah. Tori, did you know that the punters have to fight? The punters don't even travel with the team. They just have to get there on their own. Medicine at two hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it, 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 all right, all right, Tor. Can you turn down the TV? Oh, really bad. I'm talking with you. All right, Tor. I, uh, I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm sorry. Tor, I'm gonna let you go so you can talk to who you got to. Okay. I'll talk to you soon, Tor. Knocked out. All right. Bye. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I. I don't know. I. I don't mind, like, at WrestleMania, I thought he had the best entrance. I thought it was exciting and it was fun. I think I like him better as a wrestler than as the color guy. I will, Joe is going to kill me, but I would take Corey Graves ten times out of ten over No. Him. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll, I'll tell you this. As long as Carmella is not in the match. <laughs> I bet you, I bet you, Adam Cole wish he was feuding with McAfee on Fox instead of doing what he's doing in AEW right now. I'll tell you that damn much. Probably, probably. The stuff they yeah. did, the stuff they did in NXT was awesome. Yeah, no, that that was really good. Like I said, I was all right with that. I'll even like put up with the occasional joke about how Michael Cole tried to get him fired for wearing shorts. Like that's fine, but oh yeah, yeah. I wish he had succeeded. Oh, why are you going to play the job? I don't like him. I don't like him. I don't like him. And bum-ass Corbin, who are you? Corbin is way better than Pat McAfee. I I think I I think uh, McAfee said him and Corbin were teammates. I mean, they were they were roommates. They were, yeah. When Corbin, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I that's where it comes from. But uh, I like this Corbin. is a favorite. Everything yeah. they give Corbin, he, I know people don't like him, but everything they give him, he's entertaining. So, I like Corbin. I agree. He he was good when he was down on his luck. Uh, he was good when, <laughs> when 
when he was teaming with Madcap. And he's he's good now. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I like yeah, I like Corbin. Yeah, I really liked him when he was down on his luck though. When he was oh, they would they, the they would send him out like twenty minutes him. before the show ended to beg for money <laughs> as the crowd was leaving. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Somebody gave him a can of beans, and he, he didn't have, he couldn't afford a can opener, so he couldn't get it open. So he's just like, "What am I supposed to do?" <laughs> right. with this? And he's just looking at the can. Yeah. Of beans. Uh, he was wearing like the white tank top, and uh, he got it, it got stained, and and yeah. he got he got fined by WWE for violating the dress code <laughs> because he came to work with a stained shirt. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was like, they fined me. This is the only shirt I have. <laughs> right, yeah, and his wife left him, and his car got towed. It was it was great. It was great. <laughs> and then he tried to get in, and uh, to it, it, when he a couple months ago, like he tried to get into like the SmackDown or whatever, and the security guard. Uh, what what was it? Oh, I know what it was. Oh, no, yeah. when he was yeah, because when he was down on his luck, he had the beard and his. His hair all grown in, yeah, he and he him. told the security guard that that was him on the truck, and the guy's like, "That's not him. That's not you." <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Oh, Dude, they say creative is dead. The creative is there. He's just, just got to use it. Yeah, you got to let him do it. Right. That was funny. Good stuff. Ah. Oh. So, the only other thing that I haven't really talked about is that Ric Flair's final match is actually coming up soon. Oh, and it's a singles match now, apparently. Uh, they still haven't announced really? an opponent. Yeah. I don't know who it could possibly be. Like, I'm racking my brain trying... The only thing I can figure is it's going to be Matt Cardona. I, I, I don't know who else that isn't signed someone. Unless, like, WWE or AEW does them a favor. They did just re-add him to the intro, by the way, on on, on WWE. Yeah, they did. I, I wonder, when he was training with Jay Lethal, I wonder if it would be legal. But AEW has to I did think it, that. Right? I, thought, I thought he said it wasn't lethal, though. Oh, yeah. Then you know what? But I don't know I don't that know. for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Who the hell would it like, be? Like, if it were, if he weren't hurt or signed by WWE, I would say, like, it would be Cody in a second. Yeah, just for the story. It would make yeah. sense. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, yeah. Could, could it be Dustin? But Dustin is a really, nobody really wants to see him in Dustin mode. Uh, I wouldn't think so. Isn't it? Isn't it coming up fairly soon? It's like in a couple of weeks, right? I think it's I think it's like the day before SummerSlam. Oh. So that'll be like the end of the month. That's going to be a hard thing to watch. Not that I'm going to watch it, but... <laughs> I'm going to watch it, but yeah. Like, you are? Uh, I, I mean, I'll, I'll watch it, yeah. He's I mean, I don't he's know. Do the, the top rope spot. You want to see him do the top rope Listen, spot after, in his condition? Oh, I don't think he'll do that. I, it'll be sad. And he'll probably wear a t-shirt. God, man. 21 years after saying he was out of shape and done. Right? And he's still doing it. He, uh... After, with, a pace, but, with a pacemaker. 
I mean, it, oh yeah, I forgot about. I was about to say it couldn't be as bad as when Sean came back for Saudi Arabia. It couldn't be as oh, bad as that. Like Sean, I think Sean could have had a good match with anybody except those three other guys. Like he should have just came back with us <laughs> probably or somebody like that. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I, I know who it's going to be, by the way. I just figured it out. Cool. He's going he's gonna to wrestle Andrade. God damn it. You know what? Well, at least he'll be safe. Yeah. I would I'm, think. I'm okay with that. That's a son-in-law. Yeah. Assuming he's that AEW is okay with it. Yeah. That, speaking of Andrade, oh, he's another one. Poor guy. This, one, day, one day when I'm on this show again, I'm... I'm Hopefully next week. I'm, I'm going to have to talk about all these guys in AEW who were supposed to thrive there, and they're doing absolutely nothing now that they're there. Right. But um, they really are. Andrade, yeah. They get thrown into a gang, yeah. and then they're done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, like, I had forgot Keith Lee was even there. I was like, oh, Keith Lee. <laughs> oh, poor Keith Lee. Yeah, he's with, um, he's with Swerve, right? Yeah. That's his gang. Was, yeah. Yeah, they, they, um, I, I jokingly, I said to Steve earlier, I was like, he was talking about Cesaro, and he's like, I'm like, oh, what gang is he in? Is he in Regal's gang yet? And he's like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Matter of fact, like, exactly. like yeah. Yep. Of course yeah, he is. He's just another guy now. Yeah. I'm just holding out to hope that they can bust out Lowe's ice cream now. Because <laughs> I think they have them both. <laughs> I, was, I saw. I think, it was, I think it was Mike Johnson. He was saying that you know, when when Stephanie takes over, that she's going to be the one that takes over eventually. That creative is going to become Paul Heyman and Triple H. And I start thinking, you know, if this happens within the next two years, a lot of those AEW guys and gals who hated Vince McMahon, I could see a lot of them coming back over now. I could see Adam Cole and all these guys coming back over. Yeah. Because Triple H would be in charge. Right. That's why a lot of them left. It was all yep. happening around that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they're smart, I mean, if they're really, truly smart about it, they'll just keep Vince around as a consultant for creative and let Stephanie be the, the yeah. public face of it. Because that's the way it's yeah. headed anyway. Mm-hmm. Nick Khan, the so. businessman. Stephanie for the yeah. product. And Vince, Vince is there to lend his insights. Yeah, because I think, I think the stockholders would feel more comfortable knowing Vince is around in some capacity just because he helped build the thing. But creatively, sure. yeah. You, you, sure. It, 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 at that point, that'd probably be the perfect setup to have it like that, like that uh, that three-headed man, that three headed monster. Yes. And, and Stephanie is well-liked by pretty much mm-hmm. everybody there. And on top of that, um, not for nothing, but Vince with the scandals and the affairs and everything – to replace him with with a a, a woman, mm-hmm. I I think it's really smart, you know. And I they do. have to know that the longer Vince is in charge, the more these old allegations are going to keep coming up. They have to know that. Like they just going to keep. Oh yeah. Like somebody just reminded me about the thing with the uh, with the tanning booth like twenty years ago. I had forgotten all about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And he was Robert I'm Kraft sure before Robert Kraft was. And I'm, I'm sure it's just a matter of time before the story about Jimmy Snooker and the money. and, this and Like, there's so many Vince stories that I'm sure, whether true or not, 
are probably going to come back out, yeah. and they probably have to realize that, like, all right, we need to nip this in the butt. Yeah. And, like, probably 20 years ago, the answer probably would have been for him to buy back all the stocks, like I was joking around, but he couldn't even afford mm-hmm. that if he wanted to now. Like, no. it's gotten so no. big. Yeah, it's it's so much now. <laughs> you know who could afford it? Tony Khan. I was about to say, you imagine Tony Khan busting stat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll be like when Donald Trump bought Raw. Or with the consortium. Why am the consortium? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never understood that. I guess he bought the stock from <laughs> Shane and Stephanie. Yeah. Yeah. All those shady dealings. Never understood it. Yeah. Publicly traded. How could we have never heard about this consortium before? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I think we got to get out of here for this week. But uh, Derek, it's been a pleasure as always. Did you have anything to plug on the way out? Uh, nothing to plug. Um, I'm gonna try to come back next week. We're we're nine months now, so it's pretty much any day. So um, cool. as long as the the wife isn't yelling and screaming about her feet hurting, <laughs> I'll be back next week. Okay, you got you got a got a slipper. Uh, a melatonin, you know? Oh, oh, I thought about that today. But she went to sleep on her own, so <laughs> I thought about it. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Let me keep it down. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, Let me keep that down. Yeah. Yeah, no. And I'm I'm very close to my world ending as I know it because uh, I have <laughs> two months and 20 days from today, so... Mm. The day is fun. Uh, I'll tell you that. The day, the day is fun. It's just over before you, All that planning for it to be over in the blink of an eye. Oh, it's going to be nuts. Yeah, it's going to go so fast. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm looking forward. All right, yeah. Stro. I guess lay it on us, brother. You there, man? It's been a long night. All right, well, anyway, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to In the Room this week, right here live on the VOC Nation radio network, VOCNation.com, and, of course, on your favorite podcast platform providers as well. Thank you for checking us out. Check out all the other great content available on VOCNation.com. And, uh, yeah, stay tuned for more. ECWA Women's Super 8 coming up August 6th. That will be in Paulsboro, New Jersey. And uh, tickets and information, ecwawrestling.com. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you to the callers. Thank you to the best crew I could ever ask for, Kathy, Stro, Derek. All you guys just amazing. Thank you so much. Love you all very much. We'll talk to you real soon. Take care.